Listen, that storm was something else. I was up on the Bruce Peninsula. Nothing happened. Danny was up in Lakefield at her parents' cottage. It was just mayhem. Trees were down. They were driving home in this storm. The Wicked Witch of the West was, you know, passing by them on a bicycle. It was utter terror. And then the cleanup with no power was another story. Dr. David Sills is is executive director of the Northern Tornadoes Project. He joins the Kelly Cotrera Show now. Welcome to the program. Good to have you on. Oh, good morning, Kelly. This isn't the first time we've spoken, but for people that are un- unfamiliar with the Northern Tornadoes Project, can you give us some background on what you do? Sure. Uh, the Northern Tornadoes Project was established in 2017 with the help of uh, a social media, or sorry, a social impact fund, Impact WX out of Toronto. And our goal is to capture every tornado event that occurs across the country. And um, that also includes things like derechos, uh, since derechos can produce tornadoes. So we're very interested in this, in this event from this past weekend. I, you know what is amazing to me is that derecho was not in anybody's vocabulary, not unless it was, you know, they were uh, linked to, you know, being a meteorologist or doing what you do. The average person didn't know what a derecho was, you know, 48 hour, hours ago. Now we're talking derecho, 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 and we're all going to be on the lookout for the derechos. So um, derechos, they're basically what I learned today on the Kelly Cotrera show from a meteorologist is they are a band of uh, thunderstorms accompanied by um, very strong winds. Now, the winds that we saw and the carnage that incurred, especially in in Oxbridge, to me, seemed like we may have had some tornado activity. So you go out, your teams, and you look at the you look at the uh, swath left, the devastation, and you try and surmise if indeed a tornado touched down. Is that correct? That's correct. Uh, so you know. We saw with the derecho that there was just widespread wind damage, and and it actually started uh, before it got into Canada. It's the the first report of wind damage is in Ohio, and then in Michigan, and then across the border, and started having damage reports uh, through southern Ontario. It ended up causing damage even uh, in in Maine at near the end of the event. So this is a really you know long lasting storm that uh, that produced a lot of widespread wind damage, and that wind damage. Uh, we saw one wind gust up to 132 kilometers per hour. That's pretty typical with these these derechos. They can be stronger than that, but this one, you know, that was probably near the top end of the wind damage produced by it, um, up into the top end of EF0 on the Hans-Vegeta scale, maybe into the low EF1. But what we've, uh, what we've found through a number of reports is in places like Uxbridge and in places like southern Ottawa, there was damage that may have been consistent with uh, higher wind speeds than that. So our teams went out over the weekend, and uh, we've uncovered evidence of EF2 damage, and that's a minimum wind speed of 180 kilometers per hour. So clearly there were some some pockets of very very much higher wind speeds uh, embedded within the, the derecho itself. When you're looking for a tornado, do they usually follow like a straight path? Is that one of the signs that a tornado's touched down? You know, they're like they're down and it's like you can almost draw a line across or is it uh, what exactly are you looking for if I'm wrong on the straight line? Sure. With the the tornado, what we're usually looking for is a narrow, long path of damage. And we usually can find some evidence of rotation, trees down in multiple directions and that kind of thing. 
But this storm was moving so fast that any tornadoes that were embedded along the leading edge of it really wouldn't have shown much evidence of rotation. All it could show was just, uh, you know, damage in the same direction from the west-southwest, but concentrated along a narrow line. And like I said, up to EF2 damage. So that's really what we're looking for is a, a very narrow, just a few hundred meters wide uh, area of damage that's extended along a longer path. Uh, and and we'd call that a, a tornado, an embedded tornado. Uh, if it's a little wider, but less than four kilometers, then it was likely an embedded microburst in the in the derecho. So this What's is the why difference between a microburst big... and a tornado. What's the difference between a microburst oh. and a tornado? Well, uh, a tornado is, is rotary motion, and it's you're, you're getting lift up uh, from the ground level into the storm, whereas a microburst is air that is descending from the storm to the ground and spreading out, hmm. uh, which is what we saw a lot of with the, uh, with the derecho. A lot of, most of the derecho winds are made up of what are called downbursts. A microburst is just a small downburst, and that is all air that's coming from the mid-levels of the storm down to the surface and spreading out and causing damage, whereas, whereas tornadoes are very concentrated and uh, take... Uh, wind or air from the surface up into the thunderstorm. So that's the main difference there. David, the last time I think we spoke was when that uh, tornado hit down in Barrie a couple of years back, and the extensive damage that uh, that occurred was just uh, dizzying. So um, is this the worst damage you've seen? I mean, we've seen, we've heard that, and we've seen pictures of those um, hydro towers in Ottawa that are just crumpled. Right. And it does take quite a bit of wind to, to cause that. Um, the, the main difference with this derecho is that there were severe winds over a wide area. So somewhere like Ottawa, where it seems like the storm really hit hard, uh, just with widespread damaging winds, uh, it means that trees were coming down on power lines, power poles were coming down, uh, those hydro towers got crumpled, and that really just cripples the electrical system across the entire city. And I, I saw that the um, the officials in Ottawa are, are saying that this damage to the electrical system there is worse than the tornadoes there in 2018, even yep. worse than the ice storm in 1998. So it just tells you how crippling a storm like this can be to a city. So how long till we find out if the Northern Tornadoes Project actually uh, definitively can say that there was a tornado in Oxbridge or Ottawa over the weekend? We're hoping by the end of the day today. We, uh, we've collected all the data, and now we're just analyzing it. And um, I've got, we've got a bunch of email threads going on now and arguing one way and arguing the other. And uh, ultimately, I'll have to make the call. But uh, I, I think in the next several hours, we will have decided and uh, based on the evidence and uh, be announcing it later this afternoon or evening. All right. Well, we'll look uh, forward to your announcement to get an idea of if a tornado did indeed, uh, you know, pass through Uxbridge or Ottawa on uh, on Saturday. Saturday. Let me ask you this very quickly, David. What will this allow you to, what will the information allow you to do moving forward if you determine that a tornado has touched down or it didn't? Right. Well, I, as you can imagine, people on the ground that were affected by these extreme winds, uh, it doesn't matter much to them whether it was a tornado or a, 
uh, uh, microbursts, uh, aside from being able to say it was one or the other. Uh, but for us, it allows us to build climatologies and, and risk analyses for tornadoes and for microbursts and also for derechos. I mean, derechos are, are fairly rare events in Canada, and uh, we only have a, you know, a handful of examples that are, are documented. This would probably be the most well-documented derecho so far. And we'll, the things we learn about what can happen with a derecho are, are very important as well going into the future. Thanks so much, Dr. Uh, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I really appreciate your time. You too. My pleasure. Thanks. Cheers. Dr. David Stills, uh, Executive Director of the Northern Tornadoes Project, just uh, trying to definitively uh, give us an answer. Is there a tornado? Was there a tornado over the weekend?